Yay! Uh, it's working. Oh my god. I, for some reason, I'm on this iOS beta, so I have the newest stuff, and like, I hardly ever have any problems, but I just pulled up voice memos, and I don't even, I have no understanding of what it was getting me to do. So I can't use voice memos, so now I'm on music memos, and uh, here we are, we're back. Look, let's get into it, alright? Let's hit the ground running. This is the second podcast. This is Ofcast number two. It's going to be a lot different than the last time. A lot's been going on. Wow. First off, welcome back. I feel like we've been on a hiatus, a non-deserved hiatus, because there's no content, so there's nothing to be deserved. But you know what? We're going to get back on track. We're going to start making some content now. Um, I don't know. What, what, what was going on? What did I do the last one? Uh, before July, I think. I think it was sometime beginning of July. I don't even remember when I did it. Uh, it was such a pain in the ass to do. I remember I uploaded it. What did I talk about? Sex, Lies, and Videotape and Cobra Kai, which seems like forever ago. Like two or three months ago. It feels like last year or something. So we did that one. And then like a week or two later... I was like, oh, well, I'll get ready and I'll do... I took some notes down and I was like, I'm going to do Westworld. And then, like, Westworld ended. And I was going to watch this movie, Annihilation, which I did recently. And I was going to talk about that. And then I just, like... The gap between doing the last episode and this one kept getting longer and longer and longer. And then I would get more ideas and more ideas and different ideas and then another batch of ideas. And then we get self-conscious about some of them. I've never listened back to the first one. Like, I, I subscribed to myself on the podcast app, but I, I never went back and listened to it. Uh, it's weird. I think you're supposed to. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to. But I didn't. So, it's... I mean, I feel like I'm just making something new again, but it's not. We're just doing a continuation of last time. Except last time, I may have set up a lot of expectations about what exactly it is this is going to be and what we're going to be doing. Um, and now that's a lot different because I'm in a much different place and I feel very differently about this project than I did before because before it was like movies, movies, movies and then maybe a little bit of extra stuff and then the extra stuff kept wanting to have a bigger presence for it and it was... I always had a problem thinking like, all right, well, I can deliver good quality content about movies, pop culture related stuff, but, but movie stuff. I can do really high quality stuff relating to that. The problem was is that a lot of people can and a lot of people do. Red Letter Media, who I believe I suggested in the last video, is like my number one. And it feels weird. It always felt weird, the idea that I would be in a space somewhat competing with with them. Um, not that I am, not that I have a presence or like maybe there's some potential there, but um, yeah, just that idea of like, well, I don't want to step on toes because I really like what they do. And it feels, it feels weird being in some sort of like competition with something that you're such a fan of. And I, it just sounds weird to say, and it's just weird to think about because it's not really that thing. But when you're doing it yourself, it is. It's so much easier to give advice, you know? And to take it, obviously. You can look at your friends all day long and be like, do this, 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 A, B, and C, deal fall in line. And then you're walk away from that conversation and you're just like falling apart because you don't even know how to do the rest of your alphabet after D. But past couple of days, things have gone really well. 
ideas have started flowing and I've been listening to some other podcasts that gave me some ideas of my approach to this. And it was like, well, when I first started doing this, I was like putting my AirPods in and I was on, I was doing my drive to work and things like that. But it was like, things were way more up in the air because nothing had really been done. I would just sort of pop them in and try and talk about something. And sometimes I'd feel very unmotivated and stop it or sometimes I would go like 25 minutes and then I'd feel super self-conscious it's like I have no idea how this is going to come about so here's the thing this podcast can be fucking anything literally this can be anything I can make it a video I can make it audio we can talk about movies I can bring people in I can talk about grass I can talk about jujitsu I can talk about cars we can do it live we can go somewhere and we can talk about it at a comic con like anything. Um, I don't think that I fully thought about that and accept that and realized that when I first started doing this. And he's like, no, this needs to be very specific. This needs to, this needs to be, uh, it needs to be defined. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta carve out some space and then you fill, fill that space with, with, with what you know and sit there. But, I think that was one of the reasons that this took so long to do was just that idea of like, oh, well, this is what it is, so it has to fit this criteria. So anything else I do, it doesn't fit the criteria, so we'll push it aside and then we'll set it and not do it. Essentially, we're just not going to do it. So now I feel very free doing this. So the idea of this one is like, hey, there hasn't been another episode. Hey, the podcast is going to be very different moving forward and still probably going to be sporadic. But it's just going to be very different. Um, I feel like a couple times a week, I, I know like I have 20-minute drives that I do. And I think it's not a big deal if I sit down for 20 minutes and ramble. Because like seven people not even listen to this. So, whatever. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Brennan, you can do what you want, man. You do what you want, guy. You just get out there and do it. So... I want to do this one because I'm driving somewhere to work. I have a des- destination. The traffic is not ideal, but that could be good for you guys. Uh, it could be good for me too. Make us a little bit better. Put some more effort into this. If we go to 30 or 40 minutes, then I guess it's fine. But I was really sort of shooting for like 20 max because um, I know that it's supposed to take me 20 minutes to get to where I need to be. But here we are. Ofcast number two. We're in a different place. We're going down a different avenue. We're not necessarily always going to be talking about movies. I'd like to. I'd like to talk about whatever. That's the thing. Is like, let's leave this open the air. Let's just be buds. Pretend we're on two beanie bags, and you're just sitting there, and you can't say anything. There's like glass up, or you're like in a in a box, and you, I can't hear you. You can't hear anything, but I get to talk, and there's like a speaker, and so it's amplified, and it comes into your box, and just chilling on the beanbag and I just get to ramble so um, if we're going to talk about movies let's talk about movies because I saw one recently um, and it's been recommended to me a lot I don't know if I mentioned in the last episode this this movie it's uh, it's Annihilation uh, we're not going to this this is not like a movie review like I did last time about sex lies and, uh, and videotape uh, which again um, I think you should go back and listen to that episode uh, because I won't and um and then see how you feel about it. But I, I mean, recommend I recommend that movie. Ooh, that's a good movie. I should watch it again recently. But I watched it on Annihilation. 
had it on my hard drive and tons of people recommended it to me sci-fi stuff I remember when I saw the trailer and I was like well that looks interesting and you know if I have you know the time and remember I'll go see it and I didn't but I heard good things about it one thing that bothered me now it didn't bother me before I saw the movie before I saw the movie a lot of people were like yeah you're gonna love the ending it's very 2001 whoa that sounds cool that's up my alley I like 2001 I like things that are long and drawn out and spacey and annoying for the common consumer and deep and intellectual and makes you feel like you're understanding something yeah that's my bag I don't feel like the ending of Annihilation is anywhere comparable to 2001 this is the thing I am upset with this movie but it's not a bad movie. It's not even close. It's a good movie. Like, I recommend it. I don't want to see it again, but I recommend it. It's uh, it's Alex Garland who directed it, who did Ex Machina. Uh, and Poe Dameron's an Ex Machina. I can never remember that guy's name, but I remember Poe Dameron, which I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't know anything about The Force Awakens. <laughs> just, just kidding. It's, a, it's fine. It's fine. But Alex Garland did Ex Machina. Love Ex Machina. One of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, I, I had totally forgotten until the credits rolled that he did this one. But uh, makes sense. Looks good. Stunningly beautiful film. Um, and you got Natalie Portman, and Natalie Portman's awesome. And you have... Um, you guys are familiar with Westworld. Um, Charlotte. Whatever her name is. Uh... uh also in uh, Thor as one of the I cannot remember anybody's name jeez black girl from the newest Thor movie like that girl who's in Annihilation uh, she's good her role was super weird at first Uh, which I may come back to it's not a big deal but uh, I want to talk first let's talk about like the really good thing because there's one thing that I do want to rave on this movie for because you never ever ever see it done because look it's a sci-fi movie so there's gonna be cgi we all know it but if i were to tell you that there was a life-size fucking zombie bear live puppet like i don't know if it was i don't know if it was animatronic or if it was a puppet or what they had a real like creepy bear skeleton thing and you can see its hair and the shadows like it was a real thing and it blew my mind because I saw this first off I saw this uh, like a couple acts before sorry not acts a couple scenes before there was like this weird shark gator hybrid that was all CGI and I accept it. I'm like, all right, well, but it's a, it's a sci-fi movie. Like, I understand, you know, do it. Just throw the money. Okay, cool. It's, it looks it looks weird and it matches this shimmer thing that we're going on. And it's got this crazy shark teeth. And, like, it was cool. And it was all CGI. And I'm like, whatever. It's what it is. It's what it always is. And then all of a sudden, these girls are tied up. And you're hearing these bear noises and all these creepy noises. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, another spooky monster. Cool. Then all of a sudden, dude, there's like paw prints and this like chest and this snout 
And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, that's real. There's no doubt in, in your mind. I'm like, well, that's weird. That's real. And then there's, like, this shot where there's, like, this side profile of the three girls, and, like, Natalie Portman's there, and Thor girl's there, and there's, like, this snout skeleton that's, like, some of the hair's, like, eroding on it, like it's a zombie, and it's, like, moving through in between them, and you're in this side shot, and you see him, and the light on the right side of the screen is coming down to the, to the left, so there are these shadows that come towards the left part of the screen. It is a real thing, man. I don't know if it's a puppet or if it's animatronic or what they did with it, but it's real. It's a live-action spooky zombie bear, and it was awesome. It was beautiful. I, I'm telling you guys, for that alone, like, I can, I will dismiss all of the other stuff that I will complain about moving forward, but I mean, like, all the other stuff is nitpicky and experiential, and it only has to do with, with me and my viewpoint on things. Like, there's not really a bad bone in this movie's body. It's awesome. And I mean, I think, like, when you see something real, like this, like this zombie wolf bear, it's, it, it, it elevated the movie. Like, no matter what, no matter what personal problems, I was like, well, I think this should have been different, and I think this should have been different, and I just didn't like how they approached this. I think that that's negligent, because... You've got, you've spent money on some real thing. Nobody does that. Come on, Guillermo del Toro does that. And look, go on his fucking Wikipedia page and look at how many movies studios pull out from under his feet. And I know why it is. It's because he wants to do things the real way. It's not the way like, hey, we want to reboot The Mummy. Oh, okay, well then we're going to hire somebody who's like Boris Karloff-esque just because we want the stature and we're going to dress it up and we're going to have all these sets and no, 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 no. Uh, we're not going to do that. We're going to have like a giant CGI sandstorm. Well, I'm fucking out. You know? This is, this is Del Toro. If you go watch a Universal monster movie, okay, however they made that film is like, like 75% how Del Toro is going to approach a film. Okay? Well, that's not good for studios. I'm honestly amazed. I should I should have done a little bit of research before I talked about this because I would like to know what was the budget for this movie? What did it gross? Who put it out? I don't even remember who put it out. If it was TriStar or Paramount or, or, or Warner Brothers. I have no idea. But I mean, like, there's got to be some money attached to it. Uh, Natalie Portman was in it and Dameron was in it. And uh, sorry, I forgot your name, but the evil little bitch from... Uh, late. She was in it. Thor girl was in it. Uh, Wong. Wong was in it. That was awesome. I love seeing Wong. He had like, anybody could have done the role that Wong did, but I loved that I saw him as an actor. I love that guy. I don't even know his name, but Wong, the guy that plays Wong in Doctor Strange. He's cool. He's fine. But like, okay, he's a name, okay? Let's, let's think about this. He's not a nobody because he's, a, he's fucking Wong. He's a Marvel character, okay? Money. Poe Dameron. He's Poe Dameron. He's in the Star Wars universe. He's got a... He, he means something. Okay? That's money. Natalie Portman. Need I say more? Money. Okay? Hey, Filet Girl. She's, she's got to have a little... She's a little bit of money. She's a high-level actress. Thor Girl. She's an up-and-comer actress. She was in the Creed, and she's going to be in the next Creed. And I bet she'll be in uh, more Marvel movies. I guarantee you she's going to be in more Mar Marvel movies. Uh, 
she's got to be a name. She's a pull. There's got Alex Garland. Like he's got to have. He's got to get paid pretty well. What is the budget for this? This is a. This is such a weird movie, and it's sci-fi. Nobody watches sci-fi. How much money did it make? This is going to be great. I'm so confused on this movie as I think out loud about it. And you guys can literally right now, like, close the screen, open up your browser, and Google it, and go to fucking Wikipedia, and you can look right now, like, oh, they just made $300 million, and it had a $250 million budget, which is fine. I mean, if that's if those are the numbers, like, wow, first off, I'm amazed that you recouped, it's not $250 million, but, uh, because, like, like, Blade Runner, 2049, was, like, $250 they did not recoup like any of that so uh look let's take a shot in the dark um with everything that i'm seeing like uh like one to two hundred million i'm gonna guess is the budget which is big that's that's a big uh gap from one to the other but uh, it's got to be somewhere around there just because of the, the names and stuff i just don't i can't see it getting up to 200 million like sci-fi you guys I don't know if you guys know this, but, like, people don't give a fuck about sci-fi. Unless you're, unless you've already got a name, and even then, I mean, you would think Blade Runner's a name, right? But nobody really saw 2049. Nobody really gave a shit about it. They barely, it, I don't even, I'm not sure if it recouped his money. I remember reading that, um, sorry, uh, the Canadian guy who directed it, like, I got traffic, so I'm not, I'm not going to rack my brain over remembering everybody's names. Especially when I feel like I always mispronounce his name anyways. But, uh, Canadian guy who did Blade Runner 2049, who's doing Dune. I remember, like, reading interviews a couple months ago about him talking like, uh, I'm not sure how we're going to do Dune. I'm not sure how it's going to come together. Like, I can't even believe that Blade Runner came together. Because I, we told them, like, this is what the budget's going to need to be. And they were willing to do it. And we put it out, and they're, like, surprised <laughs> literally, this, look, find this fucking interview, because it's mind-blowing. I think it's written. I don't think it was a, a voice one. I think it was one that I read somewhere. He literally was talking about how he told the studio, like, you're gonna need, like, $250 million. And they're like, okay, cool. No worries. You know, they gave him the money, they did the movie, and they're, like, surprised, like, wait a second, opening weekend, we didn't recoup it. What? Well, no shit. And, and think about this, too. Like, nobody's really upset with Blade Runner. Like, people are people are very mixed the bag on Star Wars. Like, you really do. You Like, you were either in on Last Jedi, whatever, whatever the newest one was. I don't know. I don't remember the name. Thank God. You're either on board with that franchise or you're not. You're either one or the other. And that's, that's because of you're taking something that had... Uh, you're, you're rebooting it. And when you take that reboot, if you don't handle it the proper way, you're going to get a mixed bag. The product can still be fine, but you're going to you're going to get a mixed bag. I don't think there was a mixed bag with, with 2049 because you either <laughs> you either saw it and, and you enjoyed it because you knew what you were going to see, or you didn't see it because you didn't know what the fuck it was. That's all. You either know what Blade Runner is and you're going into it, or you don't know what the fuck it is and you don't care. And that's the thing with sci-fi is like it really is like one or the other so i bet with annihilation i guarantee you it was like people saw it and then maybe i think it was based on a book so they, they knew there was a book and i'm sure some people they brought some people who read it over and um, it's just this is what sci-fi crowds are for some reason sci-fi crowds and like horror crowds can be similar to what i see and hear about but like 
There's just no money in sci-fi. Unless you're Star Wars, unless you're Star Trek. Like, and that's the thing, is like, the alien movies, like, they're okay. They, they do okay. Not, not, I'm not talking about their content. But what they, what they bring in as a product, like, they do okay. Really, they do okay. Um, Blade Runner did okay. I think now it's been able to recoup stuff over time. But the problem, the problem you guys got to remember, like, if I'm giving you $250 million, I'm not giving you $250 million for you to take for, let's say, let's say the whole process is a year when the movie comes out. Like, I gave you $250 million today, and a year from today, your movie is going to be out in theaters, not premiering, your, it's out, opening weekend, okay? In a year. So, I'm not giving you $250 million now for me to make back in five to ten years. I'm giving you $250 million now for you to pay me back in more oh, a year from now, or very fucking close to it, you know? Because look at look at opening week. Avengers Avengers cost uh, probably like probably like close to like half a billion when you think about everything in total. Um, and like they make it back opening weekend. Not even like I don't even think they made it back. I don't even think it came out in China before they had already done everything that they needed needed to do in North America. Like I think they crushed it in the North American market, and, and then everything else was just butter. Um, I'm, like, very certain of that. Please, somebody run the numbers. Man. But don't rely on Wikipedia if you start thinking about this, guys, because um, whatever it says the budget is for on Avengers, like, I don't even know how we would figure this out because they've already put money into it. So, because when you make when you make Thor and when you make all this other stuff, you're building your world, okay? So, like... Um, if I give you a hundred million dollars and we're going to make this world, okay, we're spending all the money to make the world. Now, um, and I feel like I didn't finish my thought. Fuck. Okay. Stay with me. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tidy things up real quick. Okay. So if I give you a hundred million dollars, okay, we're going to build a world and we're going to make a movie out of it, but I don't want to make one movie. I want to make two movies because a hundred million dollars is a lot. And we're gonna. And when we go to make the second movie, we've already built the foundation. We've already paid fifty million dollars in building the foundation. So look, here we go to do this next movie. It's really only gonna cost you fifty million dollars. But you're probably gonna say it's gonna cost you a hundred or hundred fifty million dollars, and then you're gonna bump up your marketing and all that. So when you go to Wikipedia and you read how much it costs to make the Avengers movie, think about this, okay? I guarantee you, a majority of that is paying the people working on it and marketing because they've already built the foundation. They already have the crew. They already have the CGI. They already have all the animated models. Um, sets are new, so some things may need to be rebuilt, but they've already established their world, okay? If you've never made an Iron Man movie, guess what? Now you have to make Iron Man armor. Now you have to make the cast of characters and costumes. You have to do all of the uh, heads-up displays for all of that stuff. You have to do how the technology looks and everything like that. Okay. Once you do that, you can make a billion Iron Man movies. As long as you update it, updating stuff doesn't cost nearly as much as paying somebody to, like, do it all now. Like, we don't know what the Iron Man armor is going to look like for this movie, so we need to make it. But once you've made one, you're like, well, it's four years later, and so we'll just update it as if it was four years later. Well, you have something to work off of. All this is way more easier. Okay. So, I think I've typed this up. I think I've typed the... 250 
really don't like the market thing. So, so let's come back around to Annihilation. Um, and I'm getting close to my destination, and all we've done is we've talked about movies. And I'm, like, trying to not be a movie podcast. But, you know what? We're not a movie podcast. I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want. So, I'm interested to know what the numbers of this are. Because there's, like, there's names attached to it. There's good graphics. Like, this stuff looks good, too. Like, some of this, some of the CGI stuff in this Shimmer world, it, it, it's questionable. But, like, it's, it's whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, nitpick about it. Um, but, like, the Gator thing was weird. Um, there are like a couple of other things where it's like obviously fake, not, not a big deal. But like, you had a real weird zombie bear. Like, oh god, okay, that's money, that's money, that's time. Um, oh man, but listen, um, this two thousand one thing. This is the thing. This is the thing that irks me. There's something very special about a movie like that. There's something very special about about these movies. I'm not going to go name a bunch of movies. You know what they are. If I tell you 2001 A Space Odyssey is a special movie, give me three more special movies. I guarantee you, you're already going to tell me another Kubrick, so you're right. And if you're going tangentially from Kubrick, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and guarantee that you're not going to fuck that up and go on some weird route and say, like, Jurassic Park or something. Jurassic Park's fine. Let's... <laughs> Sorry, that was probably a bad choice to throw out there, too. But, you know, you know you know from what's related to it. If you've seen 2001, you know you know what it is. You know what's contained in there. You know what I'm talking about when I say, this is a special thing. Tell me something that's like it, okay? I'm sorry, but Annihilation is not that kind of special thing. And it's, I shouldn't even have to say that because it doesn't matter. I didn't think about 2001 when I was watching the movie, except because people had already brought it up to me. And it's not just a couple of people brought this idea up to me. This was like something that people wrote about. This was in people's movie reviews where they talked about this. Like, it, it's not a weird thing for me to be like, I want to talk about how weird it is to, for people to think Annihilation is comparable to 2001. Like, that's, that when it comes down to it, like, that's my gripe with the film. Is like, yeah, you have a weird ending. You don't have a 2001 ending. And it just bothered me that people, like lots of people, thought that this was like a 2001 ending. Especially when I'm watching the movie. And um, this is why you got to be careful about what you tell people movies are like. Like, I'm trying to get better at this. I'm trying to get better at being able to communicate movies without giving stuff away and getting and getting people to watch it, not in this podcast environment, because this is a, there, uh, there could be spoilers in this territory, but when I'm just talking to somebody, you have to be careful about associating things and, and, and painting somebody's opinion unknowingly. Because when you tell me something's like 2001, you've painted a picture unknowingly. Because I have an experience and opinion about 2001, and you have an experience and opinion about 2001. And I guarantee you, mine is unfortunately going to be a bit more pretentious, which is going to make things annoying for me. And if I have to come back at you about it, it's going to be annoying for you, because now you're listening to a 20-minute long ramble about how you shouldn't compare things to 2001. I'm sorry, guys. I hope you've been entertained. I'm nearing my destination. So I'm going to start wrapping things up. Um, 
look, 2001 was good. I recommend it. I think it was, uh, I think it was neat. Uh, I will, I will say, because it was painted for me, I was distracted watching it, and I was very confused about what, about what it was about. Um, and this is something I won't spoil for you. Um, if you've seen the movie, and you don't actually, factually know what it's about, message me right now and let's start talking about it, because I want to pick your brain, because I didn't get to pick my own brain, because, um, Bethany was like, what the fuck is this movie about? And I was like, I don't know. And I just Googled it and I didn't even stop to think about it. Just knee-jerk reaction. Um, because I was caught up in this was just 2001 nonsense. But um, I will not spoil that for you. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, don't research about it. Don't worry about 2001. Just go watch a fun movie and let everything else float to the side. Um, then tell me what you think the movie's about. Um, seen the movie and you factually don't know what it what it is about because it is factually about something the guy who wrote the story in the book and everything like that there is a, a real allegory and and something that this guy's trying to do um so um let me know what you think it is and we'll talk about it and we'll kick around some ideas i don't want to spoil it because in hindsight it's oh man when i first read it i was like no no it's kind of dumb and then the more that i've thought about it and thought about all the different points of the story of how this idea is related to them all. Now I'm like utterly fascinated. And it's like, at first, at first I thought, eh, that's a dumb, that's a dumb idea, whatever. And I tried to throw it away. I tried to just like throw it in the recycle bin. And like five minutes later, I was like downstairs just like, huh. But this person's related to it like this, right? Yeah. But then this person's story was this, which means it's related in this way. These people's expressions are expressions of how this... Oh, because because that experience isn't universal. So then this character's... You see? You see, like, you, you get to see where, like, all these threads go. You're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Puzzle pieces come together. Um, so, yeah, check out Annihilation. Um, it's worth it. It, it. It's worth it. It's good. I, I probably will see it again. I feel like I started off talking about this like with a weird like downer note and now I'm wrapping up talking about it and I'm just like yeah it's awesome go see it don't worry about that I talked myself out of the 2001 problem um I like this movie I'm on board for it I'm not worried about the 2001 thing because really I guess that comes down to like just be careful what other people tell you about movies and be careful about what you tell people about movies and once again we're ending fucking talking about movies which I didn't expect we would I didn't know I'd talk about Annihilation this long um, but I think this is going to be a more normal thing. Um, so expect these. Uh, I want to try and, and keep the longer, long, I want to do both long format and short format. So it's going to be a mixed bag. Um, I have things I'm planning for longer episodes, which I'm not going to talk any further about until there are more concrete, um, because I think that'll be a lot cooler, um, because like I think I even said in the last one I plan to do something for July and it's like August we're midway through August oh wow we're midway through August wow that's a long time since I did that last episode so we're going back to sporadic slash regular um listen guys if you're still subscribed or you're this is your first one listen listen to the first one if this is your first one so then you've listened to both um 
Give me feedback personally. DM me on Instagram. I'm Oftobar on tic, uh, on Twitter. I am TikwinBB. My website is Oftobar.com. It's not hard to get a hold of me. Just get a hold of me. I am. Um, I don't care if you like. I don't care if you subscribe. I don't care if you do any of those things. I care that you listen, that you had a good time, and that you can give me feedback, and that we can have a conversation from this. That's what I care about. If you want to share it with your friends, that's butter for me, buddy. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you for talking. Um, Oh, I, I did want to throw out recommendations. If um, if you if you need something to listen to, uh, Jacob Collier and Becca Stevens, I think is her name, and the song is called Bathtub. Uh, check it out. Thanks for listening, guys. This was the second episode of Oathcast. I love you all. Bye.